Hey neighbors, we're back again with another candidate for the election series. Again, we hope you have enjoyed the city council audio podcast. Please go ahead and take a listen. You can go to the stonecrestpodcast.com or Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all the places, iHeartRadio, you know, we're all there. So make sure you go take a listen, support those candidates and decide who is best for you and that you're voting in the know. But today it's not about all that. We have another mayoral candidate with us. So let's welcome Dele Lohman. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. So glad to be here. Hi, Stonecrest. How you doing? Let's see. Look, that was, was that as good as Hey Neighbor? Give me a hey neighbor. Hey neighbors. How you Ooh, doing? See, look, I loved it. <laughs> Represent. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I know that we don't have a ton of time with you and everyone's very anxious to hear what you have to say about your candidacy. So again, thank you. And I thank you for thanking me. And we're going to dive in. And some people don't know you. So why not start off with the icebreaker? All right. All right. So hey again, neighbors. I am Dele Loman. I have been a resident of Stonecrest since 2014. So coming up on 10 years now before we ever became a city. I am originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm a graduate of Florida A&M University, very proud graduate. And uh, I have been in Georgia since 2008. Uh, My daughter and I live uh, in District 4. That's where we've lived since we moved to Stonecrest. And I am excited to be talking to you, sharing more about my platform and um, getting to know you more. Is there more I should share? Yeah, there is one thing you should share. What is one thing that you would do if you could not fail? Wow. Um... That is an, such a good question. Um, you know, I think I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I am the type of person who takes measured risks. Mm-hmm. Actually, the brand, I used to have my own consulting firm. Mm-hmm for local governments. My background, I probably should have mentioned this in my intro as well. My background is local government. And I spent the last 20 years working for large local governments in Florida, Georgia, and North Carolina. Um, Most recently as an assistant city manager, prior to that, an assistant county manager for Fulton County in uh, Atlanta. And uh, so I started my own consulting firm after that, Bold Move Consulting, which is very much my personality and my brand. Mm -hmm. If there is something that I believe is the right thing to do, that I can do well, um, that is meaningful, I will take that into account more than the possibility of failing. So um, that gives me the opportunity to learn from Mm -hmm. things that I didn't necessarily succeed at. But I feel like I'm doing that. I'm doing that now running for mayor. And I think that should my neighbors choose me to be their next mayor. What I would do if I could not fail is create an arts, culture, and entertainment district in the city of Stonecrest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. we will have everything that we want and need here in our own community. I like arts. (laughs) I like culture. Look where we are. Yes. You know, I feel like 
most people know that I'm from California. So, you know, I like hog moths. <laughs> I like pig feet. You know, I know those are Southern foods, but if you've ever seen Fridays from the West Coast. Yes, but anyway, let's, let's not throw up signs <laughs> while we're on the show. Thank you so much for sharing. That is, that is, you know, hey, you know, I've been all about the snacks, but when I think about culture and I'm, you know, that's snacks. Yeah. That's snacks, you know, hog mugs. This is a snack. <laughs> Inside some collards with cornbread, hot water cornbread to be preferred. Oh, or no. maybe if there was mustard greens, you know, like a dumpling. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Somebody needs lunch. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. Even though I did just eat shrimp fried rice, but suddenly I don't feel fulfilled by that. <laughs> you know, it doesn't seem like that was the appropriate choice for me to have. But anyway, you know, maybe I'll head over to get some soul food from somewhere. Yes, so yes. Lift me up. All right. So with that being said, I love that as the opportunity to not fail, but what would be your comprehensive vision for the city? What is your vision for Stonecrest? My vision for the city of Stonecrest is that we are stable and thriving. And what that means for me is stability in terms of the way that services are delivered, and as a new city, that is a challenge. That's something we have to work towards. I've worked in stable communities that have been around for many, 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 many years. And so when there are changes in leadership, there are no disruptions to services. However, we have not reached that point yet as a city. So stability is one. The second, I would say, is that prosperity, but equitable prosperity, not some people doing well, and then these people over here in the corner that we pretend not to see or notice, struggling. Everybody in the community has the opportunity to do well and prosper. That's my vision. Mm. And that sounds like if everyone's doing well, that means we could all afford all the snacks at the grocery store that we want to buy. All of them. Mm -hmm. When you want to see a good show in our new arts, culture, and entertainment district, you can afford that. Absolutely. There are tickets that are a variety of prices Absolutely. that everybody can partake in. If you want to do the VIP experience, if you want to be in the balcony, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. If you want to stay at the boutique hotel in our new downtown area, or if you want to stay at one of the hotels over by the mall, you have those choices. Everybody will be able to prosper and have something that meets their need. This me look for the arts district. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. To the next thing. So that sounds like a, a wonderful enhancement. But if we think about the city right now, what would you say is the biggest problem we're currently facing and how would you address it? I think it goes back to the stability piece because that cuts through everything. Without a stable, well-run government, we're not able to build the kind of vibrant economy that we need to sustain us. We are not able to build the kind of engagement that we need to have citizens who are informed and are able to actively vote and participate in their community, all of that comes back to a well-run government. And so we have to have the right political leadership in place with transparency. We have to have the right leadership in place with the level of uh, competency and uh, experience within the city that we need uh, in order to deliver services consistently 
and reliably so that when people call and make a code enforcement complaint, for example, they know that somebody is going to answer their call Mm -hmm. and respond in a timely manner and follow up on it. Um, That when they show up to uh, apply for a business license, that that is going to be processed in a timely manner. Not one year later, as I've had multiple entrepreneurs and home-based businesses tell me that they have not gotten those responses. So we need that kind of stability and consistency in order to build everything else. That makes sense. I am not against, you know, stability. Definitely not. I, I'm married for a really long time because I like it. <laughs> I love it. Like it. So that is a really good idea, right, for us moving forward within You talked about the arts and culture and, you know, I make light of it because obviously I'm into that kind of stuff, but there's other things that need to come to sustain this city. So what type of industry would you want to attract and why do you think it would be good for Stonecrest? Great question. So I am really focused on the clean energy industry for several reasons, one of which is that it is a major priority for the current administration, there are millions and millions of dollars in grant funds available right now to help transition our country to clean energy. It's a major priority of the Biden administration right now. We have not been able to capture that, and it's a priority right now of the uh, current gubernatorial administration for Georgia Mm -hmm. as well. They're investing in that in other communities around the state. And as many of us are aware, and some of uh, our Stonecrest neighbors may not be aware, Stonecrest does not have an adequate commercial base right now to sustain us financially. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that is important for people to understand, I think, is uh, just very briefly our history, that the county was developed in such a way that all of the commercial industry was at the north end of the county, and we were supposed to be the bedroom community in the south. They didn't want those to be together. That was intentional. That worked great as long as the county was unincorporated, and all of those tax dollars could be circulated and shared throughout the community. As soon as those northern cities started incorporating, they captured all of that commercial revenue, and it left that tax burden on everybody who was left to split up all of those costs. And now Stonecrest is incorporated and we have to support ourselves. We reached the age of majority. We decided to move out of mama and daddy's house and now we got to earn a living. (laughs) And we're not working at McDonald's is not going to cut it. (laughs) So we've got to build an industry that is going to sustain us. And I believe uh, just because we want uh, an environment that sustains us that is clean and safe for our families, that the clean energy industry uh, supports that. And also because it has a future. It has high paying jobs and opportunities for people to build careers that don't necessarily require them to go to college first Mm -hmm. as well. So I think there are a whole host of reasons why that's a great uh, place to focus. Oh, thank you very much. That's that's very insightful. And I have to always say, I haven't heard it quite yet. So, <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> and then the next thing is, 
we've talked about all these great things that you're going to do, how the industry you want to attract. I like it. But what about accessibility? How will our neighbors, your soon to be or could be and all those other constituents, how will they get access to you? How will you make yourself accessible to us? Great question. So as many may know, the mayor is a part-time position as are our council members. And we have to identify ways to engage with the community while balancing our availability. The way that I would approach that is by having set hours, uh, whether that's a particular day or hours across a couple of days, I'd have to figure that part out and publicize that so people can access me. The other way, and I've talked about this on the campaign trail, is to be out among the people. Everything cannot happen in City Hall. Everything cannot happen uh, behind closed doors. So uh, City Hall on location, being able to have quarterly town hall meetings with the community so that they can get in touch with me, as well as being able to have a uh, constituent services staff member who responds to inquiries when I may not be readily available because I have a job that has to pay the bills because that's not what this position is for. Mm -hmm. So those are the ways I'd make sure that I was accessible. Awesome constituent person. Oh, they're going to hear from me? Yes. Oh, you know, <laughs> I got things to say. And they will get a kind, respectful response in a timely manner to your questions. I like that, but I think there's one thing that you missed. What's that? That they also should deliver it with a coupon for a snack. Well, if that is something that you require, require, we will make sure we get you some snacks. We have lots of options here and we'll bring more. You know what? I'm going to vote for you guys to get that <laughs> constituent role. Suddenly, suddenly, I feel like the budget is making room. My if, favorite is payday. <laughs> don't pay me a snack, but <laughs> pay me enough so that I still have extra money left over to get the snacks. There we go. <laughs> so this is all good. Everybody's not going to like you daily. Even though you're very likable. Right. I so, think so how will you handle criticism? Hmm. So I think that I will handle it in the way that I've been trained to throughout my 25-year public service career. Having been in the fishbowl, we call it uh, jokingly, uh, for those of us who have made local government our profession, we're used to being in the spotlight, sitting in public meetings, live meetings, taking criticism from elected officials, from the community, from stakeholders, it, and some of it fair, some of it not. So my position generally has been to respond to folks from a place of good faith, and as long as people are not calling you out of your name and, you know, slandering you, then you can meet them in the middle and answer their questions. There are many, many times that we have received criticism that was perfectly fair. It was fair. We didn't communicate clearly. We didn't communicate timely. We didn't ensure that it was thorough enough that everybody had the opportunity to get that communication. That is fair. When there are things that are not fair, there's a way to inform and correct people that is respectful 
and professional. And when you don't meet that standard, you have to be willing to accept correction. So I feel like I've had a lot of practice in that over the years. I can always grow and I appreciate when people tell me and I'm able to correct myself in the moment. Thank you very much for that very clear and concise answer. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. All right. (laughs) With that being said, what do you think is the most important or critical role for the office of mayor? Hmm. I think this is going to sound, this might sound trite. Leadership, there are multiple roles that I see at least as the charter is currently written for the mayor. We have a, despite some uh, conversation about this and disagreement, we currently have a weak mayor form of government. And that means that the mayor has a distinct role from city council. The mayor does not sit on the city council. If the mayor sat on city council, they would be a voting member of city council, and rather than having a pro tem, the mayor would chair the meeting. Because that is not the form of government that we have, the mayor has other responsibilities. Uh, So recommending a city manager to be appointed by or approved by the city council is one of those responsibilities. Appointing the appropriate competent people to certain committees. Also being a policy leader. So identifying the direction and vision that we share as a community and then ensuring that my colleagues on city council understand that, that they're able to communicate that to their constituents, taking any questions that they may have so that we can come to agreement. And when it is time for them to vote on that policy, that everybody is hopefully on the same page and able to move forward together. So there are a variety of pieces of that that leadership role, um, but I think it all falls under that umbrella. Thank you so much for that explanation. Definitely makes sense to me. Now, this is the most important question to me. Ms. Daly Loman. Yes. Why should we vote for you? Mm. <laughs> this is the question. <laughs> so why vote for Dele Lohman to be the next mayor of the city of Stonecrest. I believe that I am the most experienced and qualified candidate in the race currently or who has run for mayor in this city. For the last 20 years, I have worked in local government in a senior leadership capacity in some of the most well-run governments in the Southeast, in Florida, Georgia, and North Carolina. I have had the opportunity to observe firsthand how to manage budgets, how to supervise. I have personally supervised and managed senior leaders in governments who cover all of the services that we currently deliver and potentially will deliver in the city of Stonecrest. I currently work for a firm whose full-time job is identifying executives and leaders for local governments all over the country. So some of the leaders that are here in Metro Atlanta are people that I personally have had the opportunity to recruit to their positions. So I know what talent is. I know what competency is in terms of running a city. 
Additionally, I have been doing the work in the community long before I ever thought about running for office. All the way back in 2017, before when we were in the process of becoming a city, I volunteered to serve on the Stonecrest Governor's Commission Economic Development Subcommittee. In that process, we got to tour our modest uh, commercial industry and learn about the demographics and makeup of the city and discuss with my colleagues and neighbors on that subcommittee what is the best way to build our economy as a new city with the unique uh, characteristics that we have here in Stonecrest. We were able to make a recommendation as to how we would move forward. Uh, Unfortunately, the city has not so far taken that under advisement, but I have from the very beginning been a participant in helping to build our city. Additionally, I was the founding president, one of the founding members of the Stonecrest Citizens Coalition, where our focus was educating our neighbors about their community, ensuring that our leadership was transparent and responsive to us, and making sure that people understood how to engage with their government. As a part of that role, I stepped up to advocate on behalf of my neighbors. When we were told that a gas station was going to be developed on Evans Mill and Salem Road, and we were told by our councilman that there was nothing we could do about it, I, in that capacity as president of Stonecrest Citizens Coalition, joined hands with Chase, Citizens for a Healthy and Safe Environment, and we organized the community to shut that down. The reason there is not a gas station there right now is because we stepped up and I helped lead that. Additionally, I have volunteered in a number of capacities in the city um, on the PTA as the vice president for Browns Mill, on the principal advisory committee for the same uh, school, as well as most recently being the immediate past chair of the DeKalb County Board of Registration and Elections, where I vocally advocated for voter access, which affects us as the largest city in DeKalb County, as well as the city with the highest rate of Black residents, where anti-voter legislation that's being championed from the state level is targeting communities just like ours to try to prevent us from being able to participate in the democratic process. I spent the last four years advocating on behalf of voters with my neighbors in Stonecrest in mind. Additionally, I think the last thing is that I am a visionary. There is nothing, that's why I answered that question the way that I did when you first asked. I have never had a small dream. (laughs) When somebody asks me what I want to do, I usually have to warn them before I answer the question because I never have small dreams. But in addition to having that vision, I, as a professional facilitator, know how to engage my neighbors to listen and hear what your opinions, your expectations, and your needs and desires are and create a vision that we all share so that we can move forward together. So that once we come up with that vision and we are marching to uh, the same beat, I also have the skills and the experience to get it done. It's easy to make promises. It is not easy to fulfill promises. When you know what a well-run government looks like, 
when you know the talent that you need to make it happen, you can go from A to Z and helping us to build the kind of stable, thriving community that we all hoped for when we became a city. That is why I should be your next mayor. Two snaps and a twist, right? Thank you so much for answering all the questions that we have provided and for your very, very, very detailed answers. So what we want to do at this point is reopen the floor, right? I'm going to totally shut up. I don't belong here (laughs) for, for you to talk about your campaign, where we can find you, what you have going on, all of those good pieces. So go ahead. The floor is yours. Let the audience know everything that you want to share and about Daily Loman, outside of everything about why we should vote for you, which was a lot. But, <laughs> but now this piece to, to wrap it all up in a nice little snack. Excellent. Right. <laughs> Excellent. So we've got a lot going on as we come up to early voting, which starts October 16th. And uh, there are a number of candidate forums that are coming up. We have in uh, October 2nd, the Stonecrest, I'm sorry, the South DeKalb Improvement Association Education is hosting a candidate forum at the Stonecrest Library, which Angel, I believe you will be facilitating. She caught me yes. while on the phone. <laughs> but yes, I will be moderating at this point. I probably would have already moderated. So I hope you guys enjoyed all of my moderation <laughs> that did not include snacks. <laughs> Hopefully they fed me some snacks. <laughs> And if they didn't give me snacks, there's going to be an episode where I talk about how I did not get any snacks even after I moderated all that time. Okay, but back to you, Dylan. <laughs> so once early voting starts, I expect most of the candidate forums to have wrapped up. And that will give me more time to be able to engage with you all as voters. Right now, it's a super busy time for us as candidates going from forum to forum. But... I want to have the opportunity to sit down in small groups one-on-one and you can check out my website at daylayforstonecrest.com. That's D-E-L-E-F-O-R, stonecrest.com in order to see where you can find me next. You can also find me on social media. I am most active on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, I'm at daylayforstonecrest. And on Instagram, it's just Daley Loman, D-E-L-E-L-O-W-M-A-N. And I'm regularly sharing there where you can find me, sharing clips if you happen to miss uh, an opportunity to engage. And you can always email me at daylayforstonecrest at gmail.com if you have a question or want to share information or invite me to come and uh, meet with your community or your group. Thank you so much, Dele. Absolutely. That was great information. I think we've had a great opportunity to share about your platform. We appreciate you coming on the Stonecrest podcast. And you know what, neighbors? We'll catch you next time. The Stonecrest podcast. Spreading awareness within our community. Community.